Hello and welcome. I'm Tara, the founder of Raising Resilient Children, where I support parents and educators with tools and skills for feelings, kindness, and everyday mental well-being, also known as social emotional skills and empathy. As a longtime educator, former preschool owner, and parent, I know that there is no cookie cutter approach to raising children and information can be overwhelming. Let's tackle some of this by having some important conversations and digging into some different topics. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about something that not many people talk about. I'm going to tackle how you, the parent, is feeling about the process of back to school, especially those of you who have children starting daycare or school for the very first time. A lot of what's out there is focused on supporting children, and and this is super important. I do it a ton. But the reality is transitions like this might be having a really big impact on you as well. Because, spoiler alert, you have feelings too. Okay, before I delve too far into this topic, I want to talk about something right up front. As we head back to school, there are a lot of different layers of feelings happening. How those feelings are playing out is really unique to you and your child. If you are sad and your child is excited, this is okay. If you're excited and your child is worried, this is also okay. If you are worried about your child heading back to school and your friend is excited about their children going to school, also okay. You have different feelings and this isn't a reflection of how much you love your child or how much your child loves you. This is a reflection of how no two people are the same. And as much as we see characteristics of ourselves in our children, they are still their own unique people. This is something I talk a lot about in the work that I do. This is also one of the reasons why tools that work for you might not work for them and vice versa. Over the years, I've seen a whole range of experiences in the back to school and starting daycare process. I've seen parents really upset that their child just runs off and goes and plays because they feel like they've been left in the dust. And I've also seen parents really struggling because their child was clinging, afraid to take the next step, and they were wishing their child would just run off. We all have challenges when it comes to change and how those play out aren't the same. But here's my piece of advice. Don't compare your journey to others. This is where things get so murky. Share in the journey. Build community with others, but don't assume because your child runs off and another child is upset that this is a reflection of your relationship or their relationship. This is a reflection of their personality and your personality. It's a reflection of how all of us experience our feelings differently and building skills for transitions can and should look very different for different people. It's also why I want to talk about this today. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in directing our attention to supporting our children, we forget to stop and pause and think about this piece. How do we feel about this transition and how are we checking in on our needs? As an added layer for things like this, we have someone else that's along for the emotional ride, whether we like it or not. This is why we might not be stopping to take the time to separate our experiences from our child's because they are so heavily intertwined. I've had several conversations recently where parents are not worried about their kids headed to school because the kids, they're super excited. 
but them on a personal level, they're really struggling because they have really big feelings about sending their kids to school or their children are headed into a new phase of life. And watching this happen has brought on a lot of mixed emotions. I will never forget when I was rocking one of my babies at some crazy hour, being suddenly overwhelmed by things that were so, so far away. What kind of teen were they going to be? What would they do after high school? Here I was rocking this tiny baby, maybe three months old, and freaking out about something that was going to be happening 18 years from then. Parenting is an epic responsibility, and big transitions like starting daycare and going to school, these are a big deal. Ultimately, you are having to give your trust to someone else for that most precious thing, while simultaneously navigating your feelings about this and your child. It's a lot. So here's the tricky part when it comes to our children. Children are what I like to call emotional radars. They pick up on the smallest nuances. This is also why I say fake it to make it when we are talking about our feelings never works. You can't hide your feelings from your children. They know, but most often they don't understand the feeling they are picking up on. The more emotionally connected your child is to you, the greater the impact. The episode will continue after this short ad. Are you tired of losing your cool even when you are trying your hardest not to? Wish you could find a way to stop second-guessing your decisions in tricky moments and want to do something about the cycle of guilt and apologies you keep finding yourself in? Enroll in my free on-demand workshop, Why Do I Lose My Cool?, even when I'm trying my hardest not to. You will learn what social emotional skills are and how they will make your daily parenting easier. You will see how the stress cycle is connected to tricky moments for you and your child, and you'll leave the workshop with a clear action plan for losing your cool less. As a former preschool owner, longtime educator, and social emotional expert, I created this workshop to support parents who are trying their best to validate feelings, who are working hard to be patient and understanding, and are still hitting a wall. Head to taragrado.ca backslash cool to enroll today and get ready to lose your cool less while handling your parenting challenges with confidence. And now back to the show. Here's what happens when we don't create a strategy. It tends to lead them to taking on your feelings or trying to fix them. It can also lead them to thinking that they've done something wrong or that they should be acting differently. I'm going to give you an example. If you don't explain why you are feeling sad about this big change, they might not think it's okay to be excited about it. Or they will try really, really hard to make you feel better by using strategies on you. So many parents I work with find this really, really difficult, especially if you're the type of person who is looking for some space and suddenly your child is extra clingy. So what do we do? This is where we have to continue to build conversations with our children about how we all have feelings. You, me, friends, neighbors, grandparents, you name it. And sometimes those feelings are different, even when they're about the same thing. Your child can have excited feelings at the same time as you are having sad feelings. And you can have sad feelings and still be super excited, also simultaneously about the same thing. 
Right on my desk right now is a book, Big Feelings by Alexandra Penfold and Suzanne Kaufman, because this is something I'm always talking about at this time of year. It's an amazing book that supports these types of conversations. I also just saw a post, they have a new book called Neighbors, which I'm kind of excited about. Here's the really important part. Make sure you are making it clear that your feelings are your responsibility and not theirs. I'm going to give you a language example here. You know what? Back to school is a big change in our home and I'm so excited for you. And I love seeing how excited you are. But I'm also having some sad feelings because you're growing up and getting bigger and that's hard for me. This is one of the funny things about feelings. You can be sad and excited at the same time about the same thing. Do you ever have two opposite feelings at the same time? So here's what I did. I showed you how you can use language to share why different feelings are happening at the same time and also help them see that feelings can happen at the same time. Another piece of this you might want to add is, hey, if you see me crying when I think about you starting school, it's because I'm having some feelings and this is okay. They aren't the kind of feelings that need to be fixed. They are the kind of feelings that need to be felt. Some feelings just need to be felt. That's how we deal with them. So I can cry and still be really excited for this change at the same time. Now, I know not all of you are experiencing this change as tears or sadness. Some of you are finding yourself more short-tempered than usual, less patient. Some are feeling grumpy and others are just simply excited. Here's what's important. You have feelings and they matter. And if they are the kind of feelings that might be misinterpreted by your children, find a way to acknowledge them so that your children can understand. As I mentioned in my episode about what ifs and worries, you can't give your child any ideas that they aren't already having by sharing things in age-appropriate ways. You're helping them understand versus leaving them to try and figure it out or assume it's something that they did. Teaching our children that everyone has feelings is an important part of fostering empathy and awareness. To finish off, I want to say, it's hard to process change. In the case of heading to school, it's easier when you have systems in place to support the transition and recognize your needs in the journey too. An important part of that is saving space for your feelings and ensuring along the way that you're taking some time for them, even if it just means acknowledging that you're having them. Feelings inform us, and they can tell us a lot when we listen to them. In the case of starting school and guiding our children through this big change, we can't put on a brave face when we don't believe the face we are putting on. When we acknowledge that this is hard, we can put on that brave face with honesty. I wish you all the best in your start to school this year. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe so you will be notified when future episodes launch and share this episode with friends or colleagues you think might enjoy it. For information on how to connect with me, you can check out the show notes or you can find me on Instagram at Raising Resilient Children. Until next time, thanks again for listening.